Lower to the grave, tell you like it is to your face, she don't play. play. Every chick down for it all, I know that she a boss. No competition, no loss. From the Midwest to the A, autumn got you tuning in, no delay. Ooh, get you right every time. Keep you laughing on a dime. Tell you truth, no lies. So you can live your best life. Cover all topics, no limits. Got some for your mama and your children, no holding back. No gimmicks, coming on strong, get straight to business. Oh, yeah. What she wanna do? Live life, live life. Hey, it's your girl Autumn, and I welcome you back to the Lit Life Podcast, where I encourage you to live your life autonomously. All right, so y'all saw, y'all saw the, the cover art. Y'all know who here. I got two of my favorite podcasters who are really, really into music here on the show with me today. So I want y'all to give a round of, of applause to Jay Book from Jay's Quick Three and 12 Kyle from the 12 Kyle Podcast. Hey. <laughs> what up, what up, what up, what up? What up? Hey, how y'all doing? Jay over good, there good. stressed out. What you what you stressed out? <laughs> I'm trying to right? fix my light. Cause some I look back at myself, I feel like I'm sitting under a fluorescent light. So I just changed the lighting and see if that makes me look better. I want a cool. Look at you being fancy. Right. What what you had a remote control? Cause you ain't get up. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, look at this. I'm a gadget girl. It's an app. That must be nice. I gotta I gotta play with the blinds to get light. (laughs) (laughs) I got this light that I got from Amazon and I'll be over here. That's why I be hot. That's the main reason why I be over here burning up. And I, but I always put my, my hand over it or whatever, and, you know, try to see if mm-hmm. there's heat coming from it. I never feel the heat, but I guess just sitting here, you know, long enough, it's just wild. But. Maybe. Yeah. Right. <sighs> but, y'all but thanks for having us. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. Yeah, so, always, yeah. So it's good to be back. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to talk about <laughs> some, uh, unpopular opinions, but, uh, uh, about music, musical, unpopular opinions. And I got a feeling that we probably going to piss a couple people off and that's okay. Like it's going to be all in, in good fun. Just mm-hmm. again, just as long as you don't say nothing crazy to me on social media, <laughs> we Gucci, you know what I'm saying? Cause y'all know I'm not going back and forth with y'all niggas. I've you can, if I you said. can find me, I don't Look care. At this one, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they gonna find you because all your shit in the show notes on every oh, show. So okay. they know. So Jay says she wants to smoke. So, but anyways, y'all good though. Y'all having a decent week. Everything cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. Can't complain. Can't complain at all. No complaints. Jay, Jay, Jay had that look. side like. I mean, right. I'm living, so I can't. I can't be mad at you that. You was having a good day earlier. I, I was that. having a great day earlier, and I knew something was gonna like. Jack that up, but I'm trying to get it back. Um, it's all good, but we'll we'll be good. I'm I'm happy to be healthy and breathing. I'm not going to complain about the small stuff. So yeah, I I'm good. It, I feel it. I, I'm me too. I, that's that's where I am. I'm just like another day down, another dollar down. Mm-hmm. 
one of these days we'll be able to uh, just go on about our lives uh, at some sort of norm. So whatever. Right. Right. But anyway, so we're going to go ahead and get the show started. We're going to uh, start with y'all favorite part of the show. Yes. All right. Who want to go first? Go ahead, Jay. Ladies first. You make me go first. Ooh, well, I had first. one. Ladies first. You could go first hey. for this, and then when we start the other part of the show, we'll have Kyle go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would rather one of y'all go Set first to that part anyway. Um, so I had one earlier, and I forgot it because the way my day had been going, mm-hmm. I have a new one now. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> what I would like to to have is, is you know how you say sometimes it's a collective. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily one mm-hmm. person or one thing. So I would like the um, dealerships of America to please shut the fuck up when people are trying to purchase a car from you and stop trying to haggle everybody. Like, mm. if I say this is what I'm paying, you can either say yes or no. If it's no, thank you. I will take my keys. We will go. If it's yes, okay, I know it's going to be some kind of negotiation. That's fine. But two hours worth of negotiation is just, it's dumb. That's insane. I don't need you to pass papers back and forth to me. I told you what that is. Or you can keep bringing papers until we get to the number I need, or I'm going to leave. And that's it. And I'm irritated. I'm sorry, guys. I'm irritated because <laughs> I just left the dealership. Uh, oh, what happened to her? Is it? My- yeah, she like she froze. Uh, looked like she froze. She was going in to. Right, uh-huh. right, right. Give her a second to see if she pops back in. Mm-mm. Everything Boom. all right. Yeah. I'm trying to look. It's probably because I'm complaining. I just want to say, I'm just going to okay. end it like this. It's because where I left <laughs> well, off. You got to start from the beginning because it, 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 oh, I'm going to have to cut it. Okay. Here's my award, guys. <laughs> there you go. I need, because I don't know where you're going to edit this at. I need for dealerships across America mainly in my part of Texas that I just went to to check the fuck up because you guys are hagglers. And when someone's coming in to purchase, you should just let us purchase. And I was going into a rant because I just left a dealership. I was blessed to get a car. It was a car that I picked out as soon as I walked on a lot. This is what I want. This is what I want to pay is pretty close to what my old car was. Can we just do an even trade. I know I owe on that car. I know it's going to be a little bit more. I get how I understand how those things right, work. Right, right. Don't haggle me. Do not haggle me to pay this or add this or that you're really trying to help me out by doing this. I don't know how many times I said, I don't need this car. I can go. Like if, if you say no, that's fine. Just give me right. my keys. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I'm good. Like I'm not dying for a car i will take my 2018 with the busted window the crack through the windshield and my <laughs> one bad tire and i will go somewhere else i'm fine with it it's been it's been my car for a while i'm good so i don't yes it would be nice to have a new car but i don't need it i'm okay right i can get it right. fixed. i'll pay the deductible and get the windshield fixed you're not doing me any favors i know you need my car because there's a shortage in cars and you need used cars yep. i understand that so You can Mm -hmm. lie to me all you want to, but I know what I know. And so we're not, if we got to, I just want to leave. Just give me my keys. But what did you say about the paper? What what is it it with that? 
He's like, you know how they go to the back or wherever they go to finance yeah. people? Sorry, my nose is itching. I don't do that's drugs. Okay. I promise y'all it's allergies. Because <laughs> oh, um, that's going around Twitter a lot about, you know, things or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, J-Boy got to do a joke. I promise you, I'm not. I, if I did, maybe I, I'd probably lose a few pounds. I'd be good. Um, but he kept coming to me with, okay, this is how much the car is. This is how much your payment is going to be. The first time he sent me this, I almost threw the paper in his face because I told him what I wanted to pay. He came back with something twice that amount almost. And I'm like, okay, maybe I didn't say it in a way you understood. This is what I want to pay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, let me, are you sure? This is what I want to pay. If we can't do it, it's good. No, I'll go back. He'll goes back, comes back a little bit lower. Okay. So how about this? I said, how about, no, I told you it was this is the price <laughs> that we're going to pay. So he's still talking. Okay, well, let me. He's typing on the computer. You know how they do. They're making all oh, these phone calls. Stupid. I can't stand I'm it. I'm playing solitaire on my phone. I'm like, well, look, you got till 12 because I have a meeting. I didn't have a meeting, but I'm like, I have to go. So you can right. make whatever decisions you need to make. He goes back, comes back again. Okay, well, we got it to this. And I was like, well, guess what? It's still a little off. Sorry, I have to go. So do you want to give me my keys or what do you want to do? Right. So he's what like, well, you know, here? you know, they let you take their car because it makes you know, they of think course. that's going to work. So I took their car, came back, made lunch, sat back, chilled a little bit, and then went back over there to talk some more. Got it down to what I wanted. And I know when you go to the finance people, they're going to haggle you some more because they want to add all this warranty mm -hmm. stuff and whatever. Mm -hmm. Again, here we go again. This is what I'm paying. I already told dude outside. So what, what are we doing? Well, I don't right. want you to leave without this. I promise you it'll be good, blah, blah, blah. I care about, I said, dude, if you care that much, you can pay the difference. Boy, right. go You're to not hell. not going to pay the difference? <laughs> okay, <laughs> then let's go. So finally I got it. I don't want to make this, I'm going to talk about this on my show. But I got what I wanted, maybe a little bit more than I wanted to, but I know I, because I, I was, I had a lot left on my car to pay. So I know mm -hmm. I was pushing it, but got what I wanted, but it's like, I'm tired now. I can't even enjoy, enjoy right. my car because I've been fighting just to get, you know, the price that I needed. So y'all, if somebody wants, especially now in this climate, cause I know y'all don't really have cars to sell. So like, hold on to the people y'all have and don't hassle us. That's all. Right. I, it, they kill me every single time they walk back into that room so that they could talk to their manager or supervisor, <laughs> whoever it is. Boy, if you don't get the hell up out of here, this is what I said. I'm I can afford. I'm not right. doing doing this with y'all. Y'all want it to be repossessed or no? Because I'm telling you, this is what I'm gonna pay, and that's it. <laughs> right. Like I don't understand what you want, but but I'm resign. I'm good. I got my drink. I got that out. I actually feel better. See, so, yeah. see, see? That, it see? did what it was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right, Kyle, you up next. Um, my shut the fuck up, uh, man. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Oh, I almost had it. I almost see, had her. I'm see? glad I didn't. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Now, for those who not who not familiar what happened, uh, Nicki Minaj got on Al Gore's Twitter and typed up this following tweet, and I quote: <laughs> "Oh my, my goodness, my <laughs> cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it." and became impotent. Minaj wrote in another tweet on Monday, quote, his testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. 
Now the girl called off the wedding. Close quote. Nikki, come here, come, come here for a second, Nikki. Let me let me highlight you for a second. Okay, what that is? Let me speak slow so and, and look into the camera so you can understand what I'm saying, Nikki. Yeah, that is don't. a sexually transmitted disease that he got, and he probably. Period. Probably now I don't know, dude, but he probably tried to get him a little piece, you know what I'm saying? Right for the way he about to get married. He one last round for the you know for the for for the single life. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably why the wedding got called off. Fact. So I mean, that's beside the point. Nicki Minaj, if, for someone who has as much influence as she has, um, she really should not, she really should educate herself on the vaccine. Now I'm going to stop short of telling people that they should get the vaccine. You make, do your research and make your own decision. I'm Absolutely. vaccinated. That that's right. what I, that's what I chose to do for me and my family. Um, I will say this much. We do know this one COVID will kill you. And two, we know that the vaccines at the very least will help keep you out of a hospital. Yep. For the most part. Um, right. There's some that still get hospitalized. There's some that still die. From COVID, mm-hmm. even after being vaccinated, it's a small percentage. I then maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I have not seen anybody get the vaccine and die. I also haven't heard about anybody getting swollen nuts from getting the vaccine. Because <laughs> trust me, me I wouldn't have gotten it if my nose would have gotten swollen. Um, but yeah, Nikki, uh, do some research, uh, educate yourself. She that's what uh, she said she was gonna do. She said she was gonna do some more research because she but, didn't go to the Met Gala either. Yeah, and because they said that she had, had to, to be, be vaccinated. vaccinated, but then she backtracked and said, No, it was about my son and all this and the other. No, it, no, lady, just no, it, it was you know what it is, it's lies. And I, I here's the thing I would appreciate people if they just straight up said, Look, I, I'm not, I don't want to get it. I would respect you more right. if you say, look, I don't want to get it, but here's what we're getting. Um, it's a personal choice. I got to do more. Re- How much more research you need? The vaccine has been out for like, what, eight, nine months now? I mean, And like- just like somebody said, like, are you going to do the type of research that these uh, PhD and, uh, you know no. what I'm saying, scientists no. and all these people that they did? Like, I don't understand why y'all don't understand what they're saying like this is their shit like this their jam like they didn't do all the research for us what because it ain't on other instagram research <laughs> or, or youtube it's, it not, a, on it's not a good youtube video for it. you know so my thing is like you know i think especially like i said somebody I, well first and foremost i think you you have to be mindful of the fact of listening to a celebrity because again these people don't know but do like most people do before you put something into your body educate yourself about it i mean we put a whole bunch of other stuff in our bodies that we know very little about and including food Mm -hmm. and on a day-to-day basis, Mm -hmm. food, alcohol, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, and we're fine. And uh, no, do we know the long-term effect? I mean, I'm not here to, to, to judge or anything like that. I will say this much, do your research, but after you've done your research, make a, you know, the best decision for you and your body. And and then just stop with the excuses. Just say, hey, I'm not getting vaccinated. Okay, if you want to roll the dice, go ahead and roll the dice. Because we all rolling the dice every time we step outside of our house. Right, absolutely. That That being said, you know, if you get COVID and something happens, I don't want to see no GoFundMe, you know, from your little cousin who, you know, who gave it to the whole family and took everybody out. I don't want to see that. 
So, you know, Nicki Minaj is someone who probably, if she got COVID, I'm pretty sure they would give her probably something. She would get that the infusion, best that infusion yeah. they yeah. have. Yep. Yeah, she she probably get something that, that would make sure that it didn't take her out. So, and we not we're not privy to that. So, you know, use your platform for something other than you know shaking your ass and spreading lies. And I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of like uh, famous people and entertainers that have had COVID that we don't even yeah. we, right. we're ne- we'll know. never know about. Yeah, you, you never, never know. know. And and we and there's there's plenty of them who've gotten a vaccine and they haven't said any. And I and I respect that too. You don't have to go on a crusade to for vaccines at that mm-hmm. at this particular juncture. But to say something like that about your cousin and his friend with the nuts, I mean, come on, man. Just shut now, the fuck up. Question. So when did she say she was gonna do research? Was this before or after she called Joanne Reed a coon for calling this, her out on her I, show? I think I think this was after. This was after because okay. all of this she pretty much said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. She's been same going back thing and forth Kyle with Joanne said, Reed. And yeah. she's she called her a coon and said yeah. she, what called her Uncle Tom Tomina? Something Thomasina. Something like, Uncle Thomasina, something, yeah, something like that. Because uh, she yeah, said she, the same thing Kyle pretty much said. Yeah. And Joanne <laughs> Reed said, she said, I got two million followers. You got 22 million followers. She was like, why are you out here spreading this? And I mean, like a hit dog, a holler. Nicki Minaj should know better, but she doesn't. And, you know, you can sit here and say that you're going to educate yourself, but until you actually do, man, mm-hmm. just shut up. Just shut up. Man, they've been lighting mm-hmm. her ass up. And, and they said, so. they said, what was it? Was it uh, the VMAs? <laughs> She was, she ain't saying she was wasn't going to the VMAs, and somebody said it's probably a Chuck E. Cheese around there, oh. and somebody mapped it, and it was a Chuck E. Cheese down the street. Mm. That's <laughs> oh, that's been, dog, they have been lighting homegirl. It's not, it's not good for her right now. No, so I think she should just. Fall that's back the time when you just got to get off the internet. Just get mm. off the internet. Put your phone yeah. down. Get off the internet. But it, I, my message to Nicki Minaj: Shut the fuck up, please. There you go. Oh, the barbs coming for you, Kyle. Hey, let him you talking come. about somebody coming to your to your mentions? <laughs> Wait till they get a hold of this. Hey, you know what? I, I'll do it like I always do. Ignore. <laughs> Mute, right? Ignore. Now, what's up with Autumn? Autumn look like she frozen. I know. Oh, like she's about to say something. Right. I don't know you if think- it's the site though, because it said it could. I couldn't get on my back on the site. It might be that. My All right, I, I appreciate y'all because I, you know, what I'm saying I just sat up here, my internet didn't went out. I don't know what happened. Like, I guess today is technical difficulties day, so if yeah. it go out again, I'm just have to hop on this phone and okay. we gonna finish this damn episode up. All right. Uh, I keep my shut the fuck up award quick. Um, I don't even know what which Republican it was that said it, but they said unvaccinated lives matter, and y'all oh, wow. really can what? um. It was it was a, a state representative or somebody too. I I can't even remember exactly who, but they definitely tweeted out unvaccinated unvaccinated lives matter. And I'm trying to figure out why why is why is Black Lives Matter so fucking funny to everybody? Why is this a not, not talking about? the shit that the actual organization you know the bullshit that's been going on with the actual organization but just period like why what 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 made you want to joke about that right i mean they want to co-opt everything Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's all it is everything blue lives matter uh you know i don't know midgets white lives matter right (laughs) right right i mean like it's been it's been a bunch of them but it's just like 
like I was going to add, you know, pretty much add to what you were saying, Kyle. Like, honestly, at, listen, at this point, whatever, I, I don't even necessarily like, I'm not even necessarily like truly comfortable with them mandating the vaccine. Like, I, you know what I mean? It just sounds, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But make your own decision do whatever you're going to do and shut the fuck up about it. Like we're not, I'm not talking about, it. I've been vaccinated. I'm not talking about it every other day. Like I'm right. not like, this is, this is not a thing for me. And I just keep seeing all of these posts and tweets and all this shit about, you know, not wanting to get vaccinated. Okay. Nigga don't get vaccinated. Don't. <laughs> right, right, right. Don't. <laughs> Period. Like I'm, I'm not about to. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not gonna go back and forth with you about it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to take uh whatever the shit they was giving to the horses, if you want to take that, you can go go ahead and be my guest. If you want to um, if you want to inject a uh, bleach into your into mm -hmm. your bloodstream, do whatever the fuck. Or if you just like, if you're just feeling like, you know what, I'm just still not comfortable on this. Cool. Just shut the fuck up about it. I'm That's sick it. and fucking tired of hearing it. I'm so tired of it. We should not be fighting like this. Right. It's ridiculous. We it doesn't not seem real. It doesn't seem like this is real life. This is what is going on. Like Every other day, I have to say, I feel like we're on the Truman Show. Well, Every you know other day. You know what it is? It's good that we're podcasters and we're documenting this because trust me. 10, 15, 20 years from now, ain't nobody gonna believe this shit. Like you, like you, you could, you it's couldn't been tell unbelievable. the story. Yeah, you couldn't tell the story. When you sit down and you talking to your grandkids, your grandnieces or whoever, you 70 years old, you like, man, let me tell you about 2020, 2021. Right. I'd be like, man, you bullshit. Like right. it, nobody, it's, nobody it's would ever like, believe it. It's just like with 9-11. Like, right. you know, this it's been 20 years. So you see like the younger kids now, like I had to, I was texting my son and I'm like, you were four years old wow. when this happened. Like, and 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 I'm watching it and just torturing myself, watching it over and over and over because it's unbelievable. Like to even to to have witnessed, you know, quote unquote, mm -hmm. witnessed it. Right. It's unbelievable. And I feel the same way about COVID. It's just like this, you have got to be kidding me. Like, this shit is really happening. This is mm -hmm. really happening. Like, are we really just we have zero control right now over? anything which is why i've been so uh passionate about just trying to be be happy with the things that i can control right 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 you have because all you can do because you, you we do. literally can wake up tomorrow and and it really be some more bullshit oh, yeah. that we it just probably will be. Like, it probably will knows? be and the thing yeah. is you have to you have to check your phone because you're like you you check your phone when you wake up in the morning like <sighs> okay, ain't no bullshit. <laughs> ain't no bullshit right. happened while I was exactly. asleep last night. <laughs> right. It's it's like it's like we're we're like just shocked. It's everything. It's just so shocking. It's just I just still just cannot believe it. So, anyways, unvaccinated lives matter. I mean, just shut the fuck up. Go period. away. Like, cause that's just that's dumb, stupid, and ignorant, as my granny would say. Mm -hmm. like, like all that. three of them. All, all three. All of them. <laughs> Together. All of them. So, anyways, um, I appreciate y'all being patient with my technical difficulties. Um, I guess I might actually have to edit. So I guess I'll be listening back to this. Mm -hmm. But uh <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to go ahead and get the show started. So I and and um, I hadn't I had this thought. Mm-mm. No, Autumn. No. <laughs> oh Lord. Is it raining there? Nah, it's this guy's open. It's like 84 degrees. So, uh-huh. so my road, whatever my my mic and stuff just stopped working and my stuff. Oh, so whatever. What is going on? We go. Oh, somebody don't want me to talk about this shit. Can y'all hear me? <laughs> yeah, we I fine. think it's the barbs. Ever since he said <laughs> yeah. that, it's like right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> they, they coming they tag, for you. They coming, they coming for you through me. <laughs> Do you they're coming for me through you? It does it sound like funny in the back? Y'all it hear the thing or anything? Okay. No, no. Cool. Like, All right, we're gonna rock with it. Okay. Yeah. Boom. I'm back now. I got this idea uh, because there's just been so many music takes, right? Like we had all these people dropping music, especially like Kanye and um, um, Drake. Drake. And uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just like all these, when, when things like this happen, when people, when people's favorites, drop music <laughs> right like when when the stands get what they want it there's always controversy right there's always people going back and forth back and forth um about just how they feel about the artists and you know about the the album and you know then they start comparing them to folks and all this and the other so i was like you know what <laughs> some music has been made available and it just made me think like I pretty much have a, a unpopular music opinion and I reached out to Jay and Kyle and see if they wanted to do it of course they was down so we gonna each give y'all a couple of opinions that may be unpopular and y'all just gonna take it so Kyle go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I, I if you follow me, you've heard me talk about this before. So um I'm glad that uh let me break myself. A, I get a chance to announce this on Autumn the Aries, the Lit Life podcast, because there's hey. some people that's gonna hear this that did not hear it on the 12 Kyle podcast. So um unpopular opinion. Uh I am a huge fan of Tupac Amaru Shakur. Oh my God, I, Kyle! What is I about think, to happen? Wait, what I is think. about to happen? Hold on, wait. I don't know if I'm ready. Hold, wait. Okay, all right. All I'm right. a huge fan of Tupac Amaru Shakur. Uh, big fan of his music. My favorite album is "Me Against the World." I was extremely saddened when he was so tragically taken away from us some 25 years ago on September 13th, 1996. Um. That being said, unpopular opinion, Tupac does not belong on any lyrical top 10, top five list. Oh. And I'm going to tell you why. Tupac wasn't lyrical. That's the thing that people get misconstrued. Tupac was very, very influential, but he wasn't lyrical. And I'll I'll, uh, further my point. When I have this discussion with other Tupac fans, my fellow Tupac fans, I always say, give me Tupac's best 16 bars. And they can't. You know why? Because they don't exist. 
because mm-hmm. Pac was more influential. He was a great rapper. He wasn't a great lyricist. There's a difference. There's a difference between a lyricist and a rapper. I wish I had time to talk about it, but I come to the 12 Kyle podcast. I'll break it down for you. But nonetheless, I think he ends up on a lot of lists because of his influence and not because he was lyrically gifted. He's not as gifted as someone like, I don't know, um, Rakim or Nas or Jay-Z. Now, I will make a case that Tupac, I could uh, I could make a case that Tupac is the most influential rapper of all time. But lyrical, no. You can't put him on any lyrical list. He doesn't have, you know, the body of work as far as his lyricism to put him there. And he doesn't have hip-hop quotables. I mean, even a song like Keep Your Head Up, it is one of the most influential and impactful hip-hop songs. A song like Dear Mama, you know, great song. Top, I don't know, top 50 song of all time in hip-hop history. Influential, not lyrical. Unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I can see what you're saying. He, you didn't think he was lyrical when he was angry? No, because that was that, but that was who Pac was. He was a dude that, and I really wish Pac was still alive because I think even like how we were talking, uh, Auburn, Autumn and I were talking. Um, I'm saying me and Jay were talking earlier when you were off about you know like where we are in society. I would have liked to have seen Tupac in this society that we're in speaking out about things because Pac wasn't going to be quiet for nothing. You know what I'm saying? He was a rebel. He was, again, that speaks to his influence and his impact and his power. He had a lot of power. He had the power of words. He was very good at putting words together. It's just, it wasn't nothing. I, I You don't have a lyric from Pac where you're like, oh, man, that just blew me away. Let me go hit the rewind button. He doesn't have that in his discography. And it doesn't mean that he didn't write good raps because he wrote great raps, dope songs. His discography is dope as hell. I, you know, like I said, Me Against the World is my favorite album. But lyrical, he's not lyrical. And I think fans and a lot of the fans who get it twisted are those who weren't around when Pac was alive. Misconstrue that. So that's where I say he's not lyrical. Still an an incredible rapper and one of my favorites, even still to this day. And I still listen to his music and I still love him and I still wish he was here. And I think it's, you know, fucked up that they took him out of here the way that they did and the FBI was telling Tupac the night that he was murdered, but that's another story for another day. Do you understand, like, this man would be, I I just couldn't even uh, imagine him being here today. Oh my God, like. Can you imagine, you imagine Obama running for office and Tupac endorsing Obama, or if Trump running for office and I don't think he would have made office if Tupac was still here. (laughs) I feel like he would have such an impact to get us out and vote and in droves like we had right. that excitement for Obama, I think right because he would speak out against that and you'd be of like, course. Yeah, Pac is what and he might have, you know, yeah, changed, he had a, changed he had a the huge world. voice. And I mean, I, I I guess the best way to sum up Tupac is he had a huge voice and a huge platform long before social media. So if you if you take what Tupac was at the time that he was here, and keep in mind his range of quote unquote stardom was only like for three or four years. And so he died in 96. So if if you put him in 2021 and you give him Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, come on, man. It's a wrap. 
It would be so crazy. It would be it's so crazy. Oh, that's a good I mean, you know. All right. I respect it. What, how, she said she respects it. <laughs> how, how, how you feel about it, Jake? You know what? Know I mean, I can see what he's saying. I can too. But I think I agree with what he's saying is that we, Tupac was so influential and such an impact, impactful person that you want to, you want to put him on those lists. But I mean, he's right. Like if you think about some of the lyrics, they are good songs, but could he, is he a lyricist like he said, like a rock M or a Jay-Z? Not necessarily. Oh, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, that doesn't right. make him a bad artist or no, a bad whatever. No, it's just no. what he's saying specifically rings true. So I guess I can agree with it. It just hurts because, you know, Tupac means so much right. to us. You know and, what I'm and people take it personal and it's not, it's not personal because again, I'm right. a fan. So right. I, I ain't gonna let too many people talk bad and I don't even think I'm talking bad about you. I think that's, no. I'm, I'm bigging him up, you know. Because he's I still, just want to people are going to take it that way. I already course, know my friend is looking at this. And please don't block me because <laughs> I said I agreed with him. Hey. I just want to. I just want everybody just to remember when he said, "Die like a bitch" when my album hit the streets. Because these niggas ain't doing that these days, are yeah, they? Man. Are they? No, no, okay. No, I, I, no. He said, "Die like a bitch" when my album hit the streets. Like yeah, what? Man. Yeah, pop, bars. He, That's how. Now I he, yeah, he had bars. he had some real he had some real stuff. <laughs> now it, it was like I said, it wasn't super lyrical. It wasn't gonna blow right. you away, but he it was real. And the thing is, probably more than most MCs, you felt everything he was saying. Mm, yeah. So you know, Pac had a song called "Fuck the World." When he said "Fuck the World," I mean, like that was literally the anthem. You know what felt I'm saying? That. So yep. you felt it. So like I said, influential and impact, and and I mean. I still maintain I could make a case that that he was there before he even passed. So influential and impactful. I, I think his legend only grew after he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but anybody want to smoke? You said at twelve Kyle on Twitter. Oh, got, all right. Yeah, okay. make sure we we gonna make sure we say that after every which one. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. What you got for us? Uh, which one do I want to do? Um. Well, since we're talking about people dropping new music, and I've been seeing a lot on in the Twitter streets, um, Drake is just all right mm. to me. I mean, he's not a bad artist. He's, I mean, he charts, but is he charting because his songs are catchy, or is he charting because it's he's all right? He ain't he ain't the artist of the decade to me. <laughs> um, I and I love some of Drake's um I want to call them CDs. I know I'm old school, but I love some of his albums. But um I I didn't even listen to this new one. I just have no desire. I just feel like he he's going to make something that is catchy. He'll make some stuff for the TikTokers. He'll make some stuff for, you know, that uh and we will we'll make him money cuz that's what it's about, charting and making money and blah blah blah. But I mean, a lot of his music doesn't move me in that way. So um, I know as soon as he drops, he will clear everything. He will mm-hmm. hit, like I think I just read he just broke a record for his album having the most number ones. Um, he broke Michael Jackson's eight. record. Yeah. Nine. Right. He has nine. I think mm-hmm. the record was eight. So he broke Michael Jackson's record. But if you think about it, streaming versus Michael selling pure albums is different or singles but 
soon as he drops, he's shooting to the top and he, he makes, you know, he makes the music people like. But me, Drake's height. He ain't my favorite. It's rapper. easy. It's so easy for people to chart because people who love them are gonna listen. And it's and if they're not really feeling it, they're gonna listen back just to so that they can try to find something to feel. So they're gonna keep listening to it. And mm -hmm. then you're gonna have people who just who are like just straight up haters and they're gonna listen to it because they want to have something to hate on. So this is right. how these streams are getting accumulated. Mm -hmm. It's not just, you know regular folks who like music it's two extremes so yeah them them, them numbers to me they, they just don't really mean anything not for real for real no I, i'm with you i think um it's uh it it's misleading because if you think about it to stream it doesn't cost you anything i mean like i have a spot of, I, I pay for spotify but it doesn't if i say oh, i want to listen to drake tonight it's not going to cost me a dime now, when you're talking about, like you said, Michael Jackson or, or in that era, when you had to put down $10 for a, a tape or a CD or whatever the case or album, mm -hmm. that's different because now you've invested your money into it. If it don't cost me nothing to listen to Drake, then, yeah, I can listen to it all day. It, it, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm paying $9.99 a month to Spotify. I'm not paying Drake. You know, I right. mean, yeah, right. he, he will get some type of compensation. But even now. The people who, you know, oh, well, Drake, Drake streams this and he streams that. Or Nicki Minaj streams it. They can't tell you how much a stream is worth. You know, we right. knew if you bought an album, if you bought a tape, you know how much, or a CD, you know how much it was. You know, that mm -hmm. that counted as one sale. You got to, you might have to get, I don't know, a thousand streams to get one dollar. I think it's twelve hundred. I did the math on it one time. Twelve hundred or it might be a, a million or something, but that equals one one pure sale so it has right. it's a lot of streams that yes. equal so it's, it's, mis it's misleading and i mean like I, I i saw the thing that you were talking about as far as like him being um you know eight eight records in the top 10 or something like that i mean that's good but i mean what's the top 10 what's billboard 100 who i mean like that's associated with radio who listens to radio now i mean i haven't listened to radio in like 15 years right so it, it those numbers and stuff while they you know i guess for this digital generation that's okay but it's misleading, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I agree with you. I think I, I don't, I don't see what's so like spectacular about Drake. Now, don't get me wrong; like he has some bops that I absolutely love, like just a couple mm -hmm. or whatever. And I'm gonna stream them, and I'm gonna when they come on wherever I'm at, I'm gonna dance to them, like. He has a, a lot of, like you said, catchy thing, you know, that you just can't help but to to love at some some point in time because you're going to hear it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I respect him as an artist, but I just there's really nothing that's I, I don't get like I don't get the the standom behind him <laughs> all standom, the time like, it because like it's, it. It because it's, yeah. it's you. It's like. Oh my God! It's like so much. It's it's almost mm -hmm. overwhelming to be on social media when he drops, you know, when he drops music. It's like it's it's a lot. It's a lot. But I I, I feel that one. Yeah, he, I think he makes he makes good songs. I mean, like it, he I'll put it like he doesn't make music for me. I think mm -hmm. that when part. Drake, yeah, when Drake is really when he wants to rap, I think he can rap because I've heard. Oh like, yeah, Same. I've heard him rap really rap and I, I remember when he came out and he was like on the mixtapes i always say like mixtape drake that was the drake that i listened to 
um he doesn't make music for me so no that album that came out i'm not listening to certified lover boy i mean you know mm-hmm. to each his own it's is it ain't for me so i'll you'll never catch me like streaming his albums or anything like that if if i'm in a car and something comes on i might listen i might not depends on who else whoever else is on the album with him but um but you're right he he uh i i understand why he's as popular as he is but you know, I, we we come from an era where popularity just you know that don't mean nothing. You know, Whitney couldn't right. just be popular; she had to be able to sing too. Fact. Janet mm-hmm. Janet couldn't just be popular; she had to be able to sing. Michael Jackson, you know, the list goes on and on. Luther Vandross wasn't just popular. When it came time to sing, he had to sing. Right. And so, you know, with Drake, he's singing, he's rapping, he's appealing to an audience. So I get it, but you know, it, it ain't that ain't my cup of tea. Yeah. yeah one day i might listen to his this new album i don't know when but it's yeah it's just not to me it just seems too uh commercial is not the right word but it's like if i'm it's listening poppy. to it right now i would be Man. jumping on the bandwagon like i'm, I'm not interested <laughs> in listening to it other than people talking about it right um and it just it just seems like that's what he is kind of like just that commercial success and and like you said he can rap i think he can rap take care is one of my favorite albums by him i i I like his the flow he has, but it's just a lot of money grabs. I feel is and is why you know he's popular the way he he knows he's a good marketer. He knows yes. what to do to get you know get that money and get get those sales or whatever it is that he's doing. So he's a good businessman in that sense. It's just for me, there's other rappers that I think are are better than him. And I, I and I. I I feel like he, he had a whole album full of, like I saw the track list, a whole album full of features. And yeah. it's like, yeah, like, are y'all coming to listen to Drake or are y'all coming to listen to all the features? Like, I, mm. you know what I mean? It's right. a yeah. it's a toss up there, yeah. which great folks, you know what I'm saying? He got some, he got some folks on there, but. Eh. Yeah, but I, I mean, ultimately that's a cheat code though. It's, and you know, it's like, you know, if you had, if you had, seven of the top podcasters on this particular episode then yeah your numbers are gonna be out the roof everybody's gonna be checking because if you got joe budden and joe rogan and you know i don't know michelle obama and whomever else on your podcast yeah people don't li- people don't even know you're gonna w- listen because their who favorite you, is on features. your podcast yeah, yeah. Th- those are your features so it's you know it's 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 that's the question i mean are they coming to listen to you or they're coming to listen to everybody else right. and you know it if you can't make an album without all of those features, then that says a lot about you to me as an artist. But again, mm. it goes back to what Jay said. I mean, that's that's the that's the poppy way of doing it. He's pop, so he ain't he's beyond rap now. He's he's a pop star. Mm. He's a pop star that you know makes rap music, I guess. Or so yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So, um, so my first one is not directed at any like particular group or person or anything like that. But here's my unpopular opinion. I, let me start it off like this. So y'all know the song um, Renegade Mm -hmm. by Jay-Z featuring Eminem. Eminem Uh-oh. didn't. I need you to hear me all the way out. <laughs> hear me all the way out. Eminem 
did not wash Jay-Z on Renegade. And here's my reason why. Why does it fuck does it have to be a competition? Jay-Z got Eminem on the damn tape. I know it's a whole bunch of backstory to it too. Like, you know, it was somebody else's song and all this, that and the other, whatever. But anyways, they collaborated on this out or this seat this song mm -hmm. it was a collaboration it wasn't a battle rap it wasn't like you know what i'm saying like it wasn't a beef or anything like like it, it wasn't a diss track with each other on there they collaborated to make this record why why is it that when people have features everybody is listening to whose rap was better like i don't or not even necessarily whose rap was better, but listening so that they can say, oh, so-and-so washed so-and-so. I don't like that shit. I know that's it. I know <laughs> that everybody, you know, I know that's everybody jam. You know what I'm saying? And for the record, I I do like Eminem's verse versus better than Jay-Z's on that song. Is And it's actually one of my favorite songs by either one of them. Mm -hmm. But I just don't like that it had to be a competition for folks because I don't feel like it was a competition for them. That's my unpopular, my first unpopular opinion. I think, I mean, <clears throat> I, the whole competition thing, I'll just say, I think that's just an, an inherent thing that happens with rappers, especially if you have like your favorite rapper on the track that, you know, you're looking to see how well they do against someone else. Like recently, I guess there was something leaked on Kanye's album with Andre 3000 did a rap on his. I I mean, I don't like Kanye, so it's not it's not hard to pick, say that Andre probably, you know, watched him on his own track. Mm -hmm. But I think people look at at those type of things. So, I mean, that's what I, I'm I mean, saying. I'm I don't like, like I don't. Yeah, I know. I I'm saying I just it, I think it just happens. I don't know. I mean it's a part of the game. It's been happening for since the beginning, probably a rap and, you know, in dealing with like battle raps and stuff like that. I get the competition. They're on there because they're cool. They're not there to be pitted against each other, but people always, that's the nature of folks always trying to cause drama for no reason. Mm, <laughs> and it's just, saying? and it's always just in rap because like R and B has had, many of of collaborations and you know duets and all types of stuff and nobody has said uh you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know like and nobody said whatever hell you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah, yeah. So, -and so watch so, -and so nobody has said this so i i don't i agree i agree with you i can't explain <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Go ahead and explain. Um, okay, so here, here's what it is. Uh, on that particular track, um, you know, Eminem is the only quote unquote guest feature on that particular album, which is the album, which is Jay Z's sixth album, Blueprint, just recently celebrated its 20 year anniversary. The album came out on September 11th. Come on with the hip hop history. Come on. <laughs> oh, we got Kyle here. September right. 11, 2001. Um, so what happens is rap obviously is, is, is always been like a competition, like a sport basically. Uh, but what happened was when Nas, when Jay-Z on that particular album, Jay-Z dissed Nas on the takeover, um, when Nas 
he came back with his response in the song Ether. He said he had a he quote. He said, "Eminem you. murdered you on your own shit." He and so you. it was. It really wasn't until that point where you know hip hop mm. heads really kind of paid attention. And this was, and Ether comes out maybe probably about three or four months after Takeover does. So it wasn't until then where people went back and was like, "Oh." And he did murder Eminem. Mm-hmm. Eminem really did murder. I mean, like, I mean, when you listen to it at first, the first couple of times you listen to it, yeah, it's clear that Eminem had the better verse. Mm-hmm. But you know, I wouldn't say he murdered him, but he he had he definitely had a better verse. That's one of the I think is one of the better verses Eminem's ever spit. Personally, facts. Yes. Um, and and I'm not even a big Eminem fan like that, but the boy can rap. But I think what happened was once Nas said that, people got revisionist history. So it was like, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's always been competition, um, and partly because there was an era from what we call the golden era of hip hop from the mid '80s up probably to the early '90s, where you really didn't have a lot of people collaborating. You didn't collaborate with other people on your track. Um, one because I mean, outside of your crew, one because that just didn't happen, and two because rappers were always territorial. You know, so no, you wasn't going to get LL rapping with you know. Um, I don't know, Chuck D. Even though he was mm-hmm. cool with Chuck D from Public Enemy, they weren't going to be rapping together. They weren't going to have Ice Cube rapping with King T. You know, like, mm-hmm. it, and then like toward the, the early to mid 90s, that started happening where you started having collaborations and things of that nature. And then, and so it almost just as rap fans, you always look at it like, oh man, such and such was better than him on this track. I mean, like, I've, I'm a big out, outcast fan. So people have always been like, Oh, a big boy, he wasn't as good as Andre on this track. Or Andre, I mean, and they're not competing with each other. Right. Um, the only people I've ever heard talk about competing was the cats from Wu-Tang. They said, like, on every album, each member was trying to bust the other member's ass while they were writing the rhyme. <laughs> and so, but that's that's competition within their camp. That's not right. them competing with someone else. So it's to answer your question, I think that's what it is. It's just competition. It's more prevalent, I think, now with fans, and because now there are more guest features. Because mm-hmm. the idea of even duplicating what Jay Z did, and as far as just having one get one or one quote unquote guest feature on an album, on you know, hip hop album now is unheard of. I mean, mm-hmm. from Rick Ross to Drake to Kanye to whomever, they're gonna have a bunch of features on it. It's just a matter. of, I mean, like I listened to the God, God bless that uh, DMX's uh, album. And I mean, I think it's it might be like 16 tracks, and I think he might be on by himself on one track. Mm-hmm. And and so I like I personally I was a little disappointed because I want to hear I, I tune in and hit a dog. I don't want to hear all these other people. Mm-hmm. But I understand that you know music is kind of rap has moved in a way where this is something that's become popular. So um, but that's why people say Jay <laughs> Eminem murdered him because Nas said it, and Nas oh, said it in either. You're right. And it just kind of took off. But there. not even just him. I, I think I'm I'm speaking overall. And I, I do oh, remember definitely. that whole thing. But I'm just saying overall, because like that's, you know, it's if there's a feature, people are listening to see, mm-hmm. you know, who who washed who. And I just mm-hmm. I just I'm not feeling that. Yeah. Yeah. All that's right, good one. Kyle. All right, I had so to say then. I had to save the other one because, I you know, it's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be real bad. So, um. Mine also deals with hip hop. Uh, there's a theme here. Um, <laughs> if you are a rapper and you consider yourself to be a good rapper, well, really, if you're a rapper, 
no one else should ever write your rhymes. Period. Ghost writing is never, will, <laughs> never will be, never was, never will be acceptable in hip hop. I know that the guy that we just spoke of, the little light-skinned guy from Canada, I know people write his rhymes. I don't know how y'all made him the hottest dude in the game, but hey, that's what he is, I guess. People write his rhymes. You're not a, you're not an MC if someone else writes your rhyme. Now, this doesn't apply for singing. Yeah. Somebody, you know, Usher can write a song for Beyonce, and that'd be cool. Nobody's going to bat an eye, and Beyonce is going to kill it, and it's going to sell numbers. Or she's going to tour the whole night. That's fine. Neil can write 10 songs for Beyonce. Nobody's going to bat an eye. Who cares? I'm sure that he has. But in hip-hop, you cannot let anyone else write your rhymes period it should never happen it's happened obviously but you lose respect and credibility when you let someone else write your rhymes and you know and i'll, I'll use puff as an example y'all call him p diddy i call him puff puff is not a rapper so i'm willing to bet that probably 90 percent of the raps that we've heard puff spit over the years somebody else wrote them I mean, he, I mean, think about it. He had Jada Kiss with him. He had Biggie with him. He's got rappers around him. He's always had rappers around him. So, you know, you gonna want you want Puff to write a verse. You want Jada Kiss to write your verse. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, uh, but that being said, no, Puff's not a rapper. But if if you're if you consider yourself to be a rapper, uh, nobody should ever write your rhymes. And ghostwriting is never acceptable in hip hop. I don't know who these new cats are that think that's okay, but I'm here to tell you it's not. Nobody should never write your rhymes. Period. Unpopular opinion. I feel like it's I feel like it's one thing to not be able to freestyle, but it's a whole nother thing to not Facts. be able to put pen to paper. Facts. And like uh, like because there's there's so many great people that do it right and and you mm -hmm. can tell like you know what i mean like you just it's it's why well, i agree that's i agree with that and and just while everybody in the game it's they got ghostwriters yeah i that that is it blew my mind when i heard that i was like huh it was like yo yeah so, yeah safari wrote that for her i'm like huh wait a minute okay so safari is nikki's boyfriend and he's writing her rhymes <laughs> you and, want the barbs oh, at your doorstep right. I mean, hey, they, they, they can come for me hey, <laughs> they can come for me you can but she, i mean she's a rapper but she's not you're not to me you're not authentic you're not authentic if you're letting somebody else because somebody else is doing your work again songwriting singing that's different you know i don't care what country country music star wrote somebody else's rhymes i don't care right but for rap no you got to write your own stuff i mean what ll look like letting somebody else write his rhymes what what Chuck D looked like, right? Eric, I mean Rakim. It used to be a sin. It used to be like as soon as you heard that somebody right. had a ghostwriter, you'd be like, "Oh, this right. is whack." Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you. I mean, you were. Yeah. Let's call it what it was. You called him whack, and I mean, yeah. like, I remember for a long time, and it's still the rumor that's going around, and and both men have refuted it, but uh, the rumor was was that Rakim wrote um, "Summertime" for Will Smith for when they performed as Jazzy wow. Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And Will Smith refuted it. He said, no, Rakim never, Rakim said, no, I never ghost wrote for him. And I mean, you can say what you want about Will Smith as the Fresh Prince, as a rapper, but I feel pretty confident that he wrote his, now, again, he wasn't no super lyrical guy, but he was entertaining and, you know, he did his thing. But now, nah, to be respected, 
I mean, I lose all respect for you if you if you can't write your own rhymes. And I should have had my well, gunshot um, right. prepared. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, yeah, because these folks, I mean, they love them. They loving them, though. They love, yeah. I mean. I mean, I hate to shoot down. I guess it's right the- now it's about sale. I mean, it's about streams and sales. Who cares who writes? Yeah, I mean, you know. To these the people. Re- the real ones know. Mm-hmm. So. You're right. So wait, let me ask you a question, though. Then. Go ahead. How do you feel about knowing that Jay-Z wrote uh, the song for Snoop and or Dre, still Dre? I think he wrote both verses because Snoop has talked about that before. I'm sure Snoop, I know Snoop has wrote a lot of his own rhymes, but do you feel a way about them having Jay-Z write their whole song? Yeah, I mean, well, not Dre, because Dre's not a rapper. I mean, we, right, we knew, yeah, we yeah, knew yeah. Um, anytime Dre, Dre or Easy rapped in NWA that, Ice Cube was writing rhymes. Ice Cube and, and MC Ren wrote for NWA. Mm-hmm. Um, as when I heard that about Snoop, I was surprised because Snoop, like Autumn said, Snoop one can Snoop can freestyle, and so I mean, like Snoop is one of the better freestylers that we've seen mm-hmm. in rap. Um, but yeah, that to me that that knocks Snoop down a few pegs, man, because I lost some respect. Because I'm like, you right there with Dre. I mean, like you don't need no <laughs> right. motivation. You got the best right here with you. I mean, so nah, you, I there's no and and I mean that's such a banging ass track and it's so infectious mm-hmm. i don't understand how you get jay-z to write over that you know so um yeah but that yeah that 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 took snoop down because I, I lost i lost some respect for him on that one and when you when you start when you hear something like that you automatically if that right. person is a is a you know if they're a rapper too like you automatically hear them mm-hmm. through these words and you'd be like damn that did sound like him right you know, I mean, and, but and it doesn't really sound like I mean, hitting them, hitting the corners and the low lows, girl. That don't sound like something Jay Z would say. But you know, he, he, you know, he's he's a lyrical wizard, so he might have just kind of twisted it and just make it give it that West Coast feel. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I to answer your question, Jay. No, I, I wasn't feeling that. I wasn't feeling that. Damn. There was there'd be if I'm Snoop. There's no way I'm admitting that. No way. He was fine. With I mean, well, you know, it's, it's, well, he, well, here's the thing: is the the time is context too and timing. This got leaked out, I guess, over the uh-huh. last couple of years, right? So you know that. So in this era, right now, today's era, that's cool, you know. But if this had come out in '99 or whenever that song came out, oh, you're oh, right. Yeah, it would have been done. Mm-hmm. That'd have been like, man, right. get your ass out of here. All right, Jay, who you who you about to piss off? Uh oh. Okay, let me see. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. <clears throat> Just go ahead and say it. it. Just rip it, the band-aid off and say it. This is dealing with R and B. Uh oh. Um I love everybody in the group. Uh oh. Uh oh. I really it's a whole do. group. <laughs> I'm referring to a group, but I <sighs> Kelly was the best one and did. <laughs> Destiny's Child to me. Oh, oh, oh. I, I'm sorry. Like, I love, like, Beyonce is a star. She is the queen. We know this. She's set her, you know, she's light years ahead of, of everybody else. But if we're talking about Destiny's Child, Kelly, to me, performance-wise, voice-wise, her part in DC3, it was just more consistent. And I just loved Kelly, I don't know. It was just, I loved her tone of her voice. I love the way she sang. I didn't feel like it was forced upon us. I just felt like she was playing her part and that's that. 
So I know people mm. will probably cancel me for that. Um, but that's just how I felt. And I was there, like a lot of people you that are right. mad prior to Beehive weren't born yet. Right. We, <laughs> we were front and center. We were front from center. the beginning you, you of Destiny's Child before they became DC3, before there was the Michelle and the Farah mm -hmm. and all these other people. So for me, Kelly has always been my favorite if we're dealing with that group. I love them all. I have all their solo albums. Ooh, but I'm coming for you. Kelly was I've always me. I've always said and I'll say it a million more times that you know I I it took me a long time to like become a Beyonce fan, right? Same. It took me a long time. And and I, one thing though about her that I noticed was her the change in her voice. Like now Beyonce can fucking blow. Now, I, I cannot stand when these folks be saying that she cannot sing. I have seen her live. They're she crazy. can sing. They're she can crazy. blow. It is what it is. Early on, though, like when she was, in, like you said, I feel like Kelly had the, the better voice. I feel like Beyonce's voice changed when she started, when, uh, was it her first solo? The one that had um, signs on there. Dangerously in love. Yeah. So no. when I, cause I remember when I first heard signs and I was like, who is this? Like, I mean, I'm in love with the song, right? I'm like, damn, this shit is lit. I love this song. And I'm like, well, who is this? And I literally <laughs> had to go to, I went to work that day and there was a DJ there that I used to work with. And I asked him, I'm like, who sings this song about the Zodiac signs or whatever? And he was like, that's Beyonce. I was like, why she sounds so different? Like she's <laughs> she definitely sounds totally different. Like as the years, it's like whatever like vocal training she has done, it is and she didn't sound bad. Don't I don't want to never say that. yeah she, she right. never sounded bad, but she just sounds totally different. But I I gotta agree, like and a lot of people back then agreed with me because I've had conversations with when I was in college and in Coming in from from high school to college, we had those conversations, and I would say like, "Kelly is my favorite," and I was like you, where I had to grow into being a Beyonce fan because it was clear with her dad being the manager and all those things that you know she had that superstar power that Absolutely. was, I mean, you know, that factor always there. But I felt it was a lot of like, let's get her out there, and these other two are just kind of like the backgrounds. But I, for whatever reason, I would hear Kelly when I'm hearing the songs or see her on the screen and I just, I was drawn to her. So, you know, they're all can, great, can, but yeah. Can I be a guy for a second? Go ahead. <laughs> I like Kelly. Cause I thought she looked the best in the group. Same. <laughs> so, I'm not even so, I mean, Absolutely. I'm not even going, I, I mean, that's, I never really got into Destiny Child, never really got into uh, Beyonce and her music. I will say this much though. I, I, I watched the documentary. Um, this was not the homecoming documentary, but the one that she had before this. It was, I think, it was on, it was HBO, on HBO. Yeah, yeah. Life is Man, but a dream. Is that what it was I called? saw that? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. I watched that documentary, and I had a total, like, I didn't disrespect or anything like that, but I had a total different opinion as far as I mean, like, I was like, "Man, she is on her grind. She is, she is like a hustler for real." 
And mm-hmm. I knew that she talked about that type of lifestyle and who she was in her music, but I did I never I never listened to her music. I mean, I know the hits and stuff like that, but I, I can't tell you any Beyonce B sides. But I grew a newfound respect for her and her hustle. And she talked about, you know, her struggles in marriage and her struggles with, you know, just kind of it's something she said to the point of like, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, like in the industry, like she was, you know, with with men. If they're aggressive, they're assertive, they're, you know, they're lauded for that. They're, they're, they're giving props for that. But in the industry that she's in, you know, if she's aggressive and she says what she wants and, and is demanding, you know, she's a bitch or she's, t- you know, difficult to deal with and stuff like that. And I never really thought about it in from that aspect or, you know, hearing it coming from her. But um, I gained a newfound level of respect for her and her hustle and her grind. And, you know, she was just more than just a voice and a pretty face. She got to where mm-hmm. she got to because she worked her ass off. And that's not to say that the other members didn't, but I think after a while, after, you know, a little while in Destiny Child, you saw who the star was. Mm-hmm. But when they first came out, yeah, I was checking for Kelly because she was cuter. I think that's what made her grind harder because I think, I mean, she knew because her dad is the manager, mm-hmm. people will look at her and say, well, he's just right. forcing her on us and he's putting her in the spotlight and things like that. So when she broke away from the group and dropped him as management, she was just grinding even harder to say, I can do this. I'm capable of doing this and I'm going to work hard to not only prove to you, but just show that I can, Mm -hmm. I can do this for myself. And now, I mean, look what her grind has turned into. Like nobody, nobody can touch her. She does not stop. She does not stop. It's admirable. Like I I just like, I, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I can't even like, I'm like, let me just pull this laptop into bed. Like I don't even, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I could not imagine, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I could not imagine her lifestyle. Like she definitely has everything um, because she has worked for that shit. Like, and she doesn't have to, like she still no, grinds she as hard today as she did back then. She doesn't have to, like you, you can, she could never make another song or never do another performance. And she would be living the best mm-hmm. life that anybody can probably live, but she still will grind and practice and, do make sure everything is perfected from the lights to the you know i saw the homecoming thing and even the life is but a dream because that's what she was saying is like when she was telling people no you got to do that over people right. would call her a bitch because if her if the <laughs> man was saying that it'll just right. be like oh okay let me fix yeah. that light but for her to right. say it it's like wait a minute but she's like i want it the way i want it and i shouldn't have to say this four or five times like do it right the first time like why right. why are we having these conversations so she's working just as hard now and she doesn't have to. So that just proved, I mean, to me, that makes her a, a wonderful person. But yes, my unpopular man. opinion is in DC, Kelly was my number one. Okay. That's it. Well, rolling. Let me go ahead and get this off my chest. Uh-oh. Spill it. You know what? Y'all can give me the smoke. I don't give a fuck. It is, it is what it is. So here's my unpopular opinion. I am happy to see that uh, we have, or not we, but they have been able to bring Aaliyah's music music back. Um, I, I think it. it's, I think oh. it's, I think it's great. You know what I'm saying? Like Aaliyah has some songs that I truly love. Like I definitely earlier today listened to. All three of her albums, 
I just want y'all to know that I do not believe that she would have had the star power that people think she would have had before she passed. I don't, her music did not age well. Like I, there's, there's a few songs, like I, I hit, you know, the, the, the little heart on Spotify and a couple of the songs to put on my playlist. Cause you know, a couple of songs that I just true really, really love from her, but overall, like her just, it did not age well. And I think, I think people probably might've realized that when they release this, you haven't really heard too much more about it. Right. Like we have, have we, like we have not heard a whole lot, like when she released, they released the the one album and then one they waited, yeah, yeah, and then they waited and then they released the, another one, self titled, yeah. And then you don't, but you are not really, and 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 I think the I think her last one, what the self titled one, I that's that was probably the best one, but I just don't like. There's people literally like comparing her to to Beyonce. It's that's not she wouldn't have she wouldn't have done that. I just don't feel like she would have done that like she could sing but <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it just wasn't i listen my unpopular opinion is her, mu her music didn't age well Kyle, what are you doing and it she wouldn't have had the star power I, she probably would have still been relevant. Like, oh. I, and she probably would have still been making music, but I just don't think she would have had the star power that everybody thinks that she would have had. And, and you know, not I ain't trying to, you know, shit on the dead again. I absolutely <laughs> love her. Like, I dead, love though. her. I didn't know. I didn't want to. Autumn I mean, the Aries. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to speak bad on her name. It's basically what nah. I'm saying. I'm talking about what other people have got got this mm -hmm. in their head this delusion that she would have been um like another beyonce and that's just not true did y'all listen to did y'all listen when they when they when it came back out um you mean when her uh stuff was re-released uh-huh um i think i li i listened to a couple of couple of songs i, I never went back and listened to the albums because i i don't think i think i had i remember having her first album Mm -hmm. But you know, um, that dude was on that album, and I don't mm -hmm. listen to his, I don't listen to him, so I mm -hmm. so I mm -hmm. didn't go back and listen to it. Um, I, I'll I'll say this: I think you you're on to something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're on to something because I think when people pass, especially our celebrities, and she was one of the first celebrities that we lost, you know, that I can remember mm -hmm. that was like almost like a contemporary because we were. Well, we're not the same. She's younger than me, but you know, still, um, she was our age. Yeah, she right, right. Um, so I think, I think, how can I say this? I think when people die, especially the way that she died. I mean, we didn't lose people like that. So mm -hmm. I think that made it, that made her legend even bigger. You know, and she was more celebrated, and rightfully so. Absolutely. But maybe just maybe the music wasn't as good as you probably thought. And some and we talk about that from time to time on the podcast. Like sometimes you can go back and listen to something and be like, uh, in fact, I have a, a podcast coming up, me and Eclectic did, where we talked about the uh 
the albums, the hip hop albums that got five mics. And then like, when you go back and listen to them now, they really weren't five mic albums. Like they, maybe they were, and some were classics in their time, but they're not classics. Now they weren't all time classics. And I think with Aaliyah's music, I think we realized like she, she made good music, you know, but I, I think she was probably just really scratching the surface as far as where she was going to be. And she just wasn't there yet. Um, now as far as Beyonce, I, Okay, let me ask you this. If there's a, a family tree, picture this, family tree. Mm. If there's a family tree and Alicia, uh, Aaliyah has a branch, wouldn't Beyonce be an extension of that branch? Mm, yeah, she okay. would be. So, so there you go. I think if Beyonce, so basically if there's no Aaliyah, then there's no Beyonce, there's no Destiny mm. Child. Wait a minute. Hold will, on. Will you, you agree with that? If 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 Aaliyah doesn't happen, if she never exists, do Mm-mm, we get a I'll, Destiny's Child? Yeah, we still get a Destiny's Child. They were out around the same time, actually, weren't they? Were they? Maybe I, she came out a little bit before, but I remember both of them hosting something together. So they were they were artists around the same time. I think I, I have to. I, I think so too, but I I don't I I believe that there would have been even if she came like way before them. I believe that that Destiny's Child still would have been a thing. Okay, and I believe okay. that Beyonce still would have been a thing. Like, I just don't... And and again, even just like I was just talking about Beyonce, I think Beyonce, I, like I said, she she when she branched out and, and did, started doing her own thing, she, you know, her music, the music was a little bit different. You could tell she was putting a little bit more into it. And I kind of feel that way a little bit about Aaliyah's last album. Like I, mm-hmm. Like I said, I think that the last few things, the last things that she did, they, you know, it was, it was decent, but honestly going back and listening to those three albums today, I was like, mm-hmm. this, this, what is this? What are we listening? What is this? Like, <laughs> we was like, <laughs> we yeah, was jamming to this. We're not jamming to this. Yeah. So it just made me realize that I was, I had, I had to been skipping because I know that I was not listening mm-hmm. to or maybe it was good, but it, it wasn't as good as you as you thought it was. It could. I mean, be. and and that and that happens. That happens. I mean, like, and that's not to say that the 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 music didn't age well. It's just your ears are different. And I mean, like, she Absolutely. she wasn't. I will. I will. The thing that I said when she passed was she was just scratching the surface on where she was trying to go. So right. she wasn't. So no, she wasn't the, you know, international superstar. She wasn't there yet. But that's not to say that she could because she was doing movies. She was doing music. She didn't have the benefit of social media. And I think if she if you drop her in 2021, I mean, who knows? And I mean, if, if she doesn't get on that plane, we never know how, how this thing's going to play out. So it's I, I feel you. I, I can't necessarily say that you're wrong and necessarily can't say that you're right either. But uh, I, I don't think well, you're wrong. That's, in that my song. I'm, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Well, like, let I me say let me say I don't think you're wrong. <clears throat> I, I kind of sit in between the both of you on this because I thought the same thing. And this is what I was saying that we had a conversation about oh, okay. back in the day or whenever it was back earlier this year. Um, so again, I feel we may feel something different because we were there. Aaliyah right. was one year younger than me. So mm-hmm. I, Aaliyah then wasn't this mega star because She's our age. She's just doing, we like Aaliyah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're jamming to her. We can relate to her, but it wasn't like, you know, this standum. Leah didn't have stands 
back right. then. Not many people no, had stands like back that, then, no. but yeah. Aaliyah didn't have right. stands. She was just getting, not just getting started. She was doing her third album, but she was just starting to grow into her own. Like you said, she passed when she was 22 years old. We don't know wow. what her her right. path would have been because she was just getting started. She was just getting into movies, doing The Matrix, doing, what was it, Queen of the Damned or something mm -hmm. like that. Yep, yep. Um, doing uh, Romeo Must Die, and then it was just really cut short. So we don't really know where she would have gone from there. Um, she could have been a mega superstar. We don't know, but I know living in it and not just seeing it through YouTube and social media, she wasn't that mega star. It doesn't mean she wasn't talented and she would, couldn't have been right. that. But I think, like you said, social media and just people's memory sometimes what do they call it we romanticize the past of course of course and we think of things and i think and i credit the young people cuz i think it's the young people really that are gravitating to that and that's great people that yeah. didn't even know she didn't they didn't know who she was when they were born that they're gravitating to her now and, and yeah, they're staying carrying now. her that's I think her that's legacy part of my that's point. that's great but they don't they're living through a lens that they didn't live and they don't right. realize that. So yeah, listening back, I didn't listen to one in, in a million, but I have all her CDs. I have her tapes. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I was an all right fan. Like I didn't, it's a little iffy. It was a little iffy on the first one, but when she did the the one in a million and then um, I really became a fan, which is crazy. And I tell my friends that all the time when we talk about that, I wasn't a really big fan until right before she passed away mm. um and i felt like that's how i made my peace with her because i was finally like yes Aaliyah, look at this more than right. a woman and like rock the mm. boat is getting ready to come out her album's jam and i love it i love the way she looks and then you know we lose her tra tragically mm -hmm. but um i feel like she was on her way we just don't know where but she wasn't this major star that they're trying to i guess make it seem like she is or maybe would have been and we never know and we're listening with different ears like again i grew up with tlc i think tlc is one of the best <laughs> groups ever but are the young stands really caring about what tlc was or i mean mm -hmm. there may be some people but not a lot so i mean that's me and that's what my thinking is in this 2021 and it's different ears and different things so does uh ain't too proud to beg does that sound as good back then as it does you know it was a sound good right. now as it did back then we're listening with different eyes and I, I mean ears and i guess it's just a perspective that we have but i agree with both of you on that i'm just in the middle and <laughs> i just and i also just kind of feel like like i i am when it comes to music it's so hard for me to listen to new music y'all it's i don't Same. know why Same. like I, I it's like it's so hard for me to do and i can admit that i can admit that nostalgia is my my jam you know what I'm saying? Like I'm going back and I'm listening to, so I too was excited. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we can, we can bring, and, and actually I think I have like, I don't have her CDs, but I have like music saved on a, a hard drive and I'm pretty sure all three of her albums are on there, mm -hmm. but it's just like listening back. It's just like, what was really going on? <laughs> right. And, and, and it's, I mean, a, Again, I hit the heart on a, on a couple of my favorite songs, like "Sweet uh, um, Street Thing." That was my shit. Like okay, repeat, that was, repeat. but yeah, I'm like, I can't, I can't listen to that no more. It hurts my that heart. Was my shit. I didn't. Yeah. Was is he? Was he in there? He's in the whole thing. But yeah. he, he did all the background. Too? He's in the. Yeah, he's on it. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, yeah. Age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah, when I listen to uh, nah. I used to like sing it. that to the top of my lungs. Yeah, I, love, did. I love me some straight thing. Everybody also, did. Yeah, but anyway, that was my shit. That, mm-hmm. you know, like it was a, a couple of other ones, and it's just like, wow, like, damn, Aaliyah, you was really, really jamming. Like, I appreciate her contribution to to you know the culture like the the um the outfits she wore she had everybody wanting to sag and and put Mm -hmm. in a a sports Mm -hmm. bra and you know the the shades and all this like she was definitely don't forget about the abs oh yeah yeah, i ain't had that that. but she you know what i'm saying she was definitely like she was the shit like she she Mm -hmm. was doing it but i just i just don't like in listening back it's just like i don't think i don't feel this comparison to somebody like a beyonce even well, i don't back, think it should be i, yeah, I don't i don't feel fair. that like and there's so many people that's like, oh she would have been you know i don't know and i don't know maybe maybe there are beyonce haters that are saying this but i've seen so much of it i just think that we should just appreciate the fact that her music is is you know on streaming services now and we can mm-hmm. enjoy whatever songs we want from her right but i just don't feel like she i said what i said hell. well i mean it, it's not a it's not a fair comparison when you think about it because Aaliyah, i and i didn't even notice until you just said it jay if she passed away at 22 she came into the game at what 15 16 years old so mm-hmm. her, she was so like she 15 yeah, so she had a small body of work as a, as compared to somebody like Beyonce who's been around since she was, what, 17, 18 years old, and mm-hmm. she's now, what, in her 30s, 40s? Well, I don't 40s. know. Beyonce, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, do I mean, we don't know, but do y'all think that she would have It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I mean, just... Because, yeah, she was just... She literally was just... I mean, like, she... And that was... I just remember the reports and, and, and when, when the news came out and everything like that, when people were reflecting that's what the common theme was was that she was just getting started because she literally was just getting i mean like you don't go from singing r&b to doing movies i mean major major films these ain't you know i got the hook up with master p these are major right. <laughs> no shade but uh, <laughs> no shade but uh i mean she's doing major major shit so it's like i mean you starting with jet lee in movies uh, that queen of that the dam was supposed to be huge. I I, I don't I, I'm pretty sure I never saw the movie, but um I know I didn't you know, watch it. I'm not into but the it, uh, horrors. Yeah, so it's like you know just to get to that point. So it's and I go back to the tree thing. I mean, like if you if you got a tree, Janet has a branch, and then from Janet's branch you might have Beyonce, you might have Aaliyah, you might have um you know a couple other people. So I think they all they're all connected. In some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. Like there's inf- there's definitely influence up and down the, mm-hmm. the line. And and again, it's it's literally no shade to hurt. I nah. just nah. I'm just feeling like I just feel people just be saying stupid shit. But it goes and back I to just the thought of it all. Like yeah, they just yeah. they want to compare. They I mean, like, particularly if you're on social media and Twitter, like we all are all the time. I mean, you will constantly see people compare. Hey, well, this and just because you know. Like you, you could you could have tweeted out, "Hey, I, I listened to Aaliyah today." You know, it, it was jamming, and then somebody will tweet you back, "Oh, they, they ain't hitting like Beyonce." And you're like, "Wait a minute, I, I wasn't <laughs> I'm even talking about I wouldn't talk about <laughs> right. that." So right. it's, people always want to constantly compare, and it's not fair, and, you know, because like you said, it, it, she just she didn't get a chance to really shine the way she did, and and her shine doesn't have anything to do with Beyonce shine. Yeah, and I that's think it's the age of, of 
of social media too. Like yeah. none of these artists, well, not a lot of them that we were, we were talking about had the benefit of having social media. Social right. media makes things big that no one really cares about. Like somebody right. can be trending tomorrow just for some reason, like Kelly Price was trending. She's a great artist, but it's just, right. they take one little moment and they blow it up. And now it's like the hot thing right. that's going on or whatever. And yeah, it gets people to listen to them and things like that. But mm-hmm. we, they kind of get to pick and choose how they revisit history. Oh, of course. And it's all, and it can be seen in a good light. It's like a gift and a curse with, it is, with the it internet. And it so we didn't is. have that growing up. So our artists didn't get that chance to, be trending or blow up or have something, you know, be viral or whatever. So it's, it's hard. hard to I just tell. want people to enjoy the music. And again, mm-hmm. like for me, I don't feel like yet, yeah, like y'all said, we're listening with different ears. To me, that just translates to it. To me, it didn't age well. Like I'm not going to mm-hmm. go and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going I'm to listen to the songs that I want to listen to and be happy about that, that we have, you know what I'm saying? That we can now listen to her and, and keep her legacy alive and whatever, what have you. But all of these like hot takes, uh, I do From people that know. weren't even around. Yeah. That were yeah, not even thing. around. <laughs> <laughs> Again, and there's something, like you were saying, like some people are going back and listening and they're, they're like appreciating her, but they're like, they're making it so like, like, oh yeah. my God. Like, mm. like, like she was like a Michael Jackson or something right in there. Like these are the type of tweets that are, coming out and it's just like and that and maybe that's what it is to for me she was just starting out Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying we were there yeah we We grew up with her so yeah so what what did y'all go back and watch like what are what are y'all like you see what I'm saying it's just Mm -hmm. it's all so weird but anyway (laughs) I said what the hell I said well you know you know how it is social media enhances stuff because like Jay said we these artists didn't have that and so what social media does it gives us access as fans access that we never had so like i remember when i was little reading a write-on magazine and it talked about what michael jackson liked to eat for breakfast Mm -hmm. but you know in 2021 michael jackson got ig i could see him eating breakfast you know oh my god yeah can you imagine there's no way (laughs) you know i can see michael jackson sitting there eating eating breakfast with bubbles over there he got a woman over there you know (laughs) chilling you know so blanket you got blanket yeah you know what i'm saying you got all kind of access wherein you know back then uh we didn't have that access so the the mystery and the intrigue was even more you know because we didn't we didn't have that kind of touch to our stars or our athletes or our entertainers or whomever so um mm-hmm. but I, I to your point autumn i think in a way it's good that some of these younger kids are going back and listening to that and then maybe maybe it's an indictment on the people that they see now and they're like oh i listened to Aaliyah. she sounds 10 times better than Snow Allegra mm-hmm. or 10 times better than, you know, whoever that's well, I'm out not going to say that, but yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I, that's I get what you're saying. No, mind. no, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so I think it's always good when they go back. I mean, because we we didn't have the advent of social media, but when we got to a certain age, I, I know a lot of us um, of this era, we went back and listened to some of the music that our parents listened to. So yeah, you know, so then mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, damn, this Isley brother slapping. You know, I, right. I didn't Same. know what Between the Sheets was Talking when I was talk. seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I understand it at seven, but at twenty two, you know, it right. sounded be- it sounded dope, and it sounded even doper once Ice Cube rhymed over it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was that was one of the, the benefits of even when you go back to hip hop when you talk about sampling. When they we heard it, it was those artists taking records that I heard growing up when my parents were playing cards or had people over and playing music around the house. 
Now all of a sudden I'm hearing these these sounds in music in the music that I listen to being rapped over. And so it reintroduced me to the music that I grew up with. So, you know, it, it's sometimes not necessarily a bad thing, but it, I, I think it's good if they go back and listen to Aaliyah because she made some dope shit. She, but, you know, just stop with the comparisons, though. And they probably right. see some kind of influence a little bit on maybe her style yeah. or her style of singing or some of her songs. And they, you know, because that's people sample a lot of things, you know, have been through the years. So they probably see that like, oh, that's where that came from. Kind of like right. what you said. Right. So And they <laughs> right. learn to appreciate it that way. So, yeah. Right. All right, y'all got any other ones y'all want to uh talk about? Um, Jay, we here. Go ahead. You got anything? Um, I'll be brief with this one. Uh, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Unpopular opinion: everything ain't a classic. Just because you like something doesn't mean it's a classic. Classic by definition means that it had been a while, it's, it's been out for a while and it has, you know, grown and like almost like fine wine. It has matured. So I, if, if I were in charge of music or in charge of the hip hop museum, I would make it. a. I, if I was in charge of, you know, the United States, I'd say it's a law. You can't call something a classic until it's been. 15 years old or at least 10 years old because it aren't classic cars like 25 years. I feel like yeah. cars is like 25 years. Yeah. You, you can't have a, a 2018 car come out and it'd be a classic. <laughs> it, it ain't been, you know, I mean, you can't have a classic 2018 car. So it's like, right. um, I mean, it, it, like you mentioned Drake earlier, Kanye, whomever do yourself a favor. The next superstar what, or rapper, whoever comes out with a song on Friday, when they come out with, I'm sorry, when they come out with the album, wait till like later on in that day and type in their name in the Twitter search bar and then type in classic and see how, see what comes up. It'll, oh man, this new future's out. This is a classic. It's been out for seven hours, bro. How's it right. a classic? How? <laughs> it's how? a classic. And what happens is, you know, these, these kids, and I, I hate to call them kids, but these young people, these young whippersnappers, Everything ain't a classic, and and just because you like something doesn't mean it mean it's a classic either. Because mm -hmm. it's a lot of stuff that I like, you know, that it's not classic. I mean, I like Heavy D's first album. I love that album. It ain't a, it ain't it ain't you know paid in full, or it ain't you know uh, it ain't it ain't a classic. But it's a great album. But it can mm -hmm. be great without being a classic. And I think mm -hmm. people tend to attach themselves to the music so much and make it so personal, like. If you say something ain't a classic, oh, what do you mean it's not a classic? It's not a classic. Just because you like it, don't make it a classic. And everybody you know? ain't a legend either. No, mm. no, no, no. The word legend is way too much. Oh my gosh. Please stop so. talking about Kanye. Please stop talking about Kanye. I'm just saying everybody's <laughs> in that one. I didn't say Absolutely. who. Kyle said well, I mean, who. I didn't what, say who. What, I mean, but that, that, get, that got thrown around. The fact that, you know, he came out with this album that took like two months to roll out and all of a sudden he's a genius and this is a classic i'm like man y'all and here's the thing that 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 bugs me out is that it's dope for two weeks because that's about his all this music. On your timeline that's all i was it's, just about to it's say it's on your it's on your timeline for two weeks and then after that nothing oh such and such and dropped the verse of the year okay it's september <laughs> Who dropped the verse of the year in April? Because you ain't right. even listening to them no more, and it's not like, even listening to them no more. That's that's the thing. It's, it doesn't stick. Is it? And and the and you know the people who act who who are sitting and waiting for this music, right. and they happily get the music. 
they get it, but it's it's not sticking to them either. They're proving a point. They're they're definitely proving a point. Well, I, I'll put it like this, and and I'm sure you guys can appreciate this. When you're cooking something, you can cook it in on the stove. You can cook it in the microwave. Mm. If you cook it on the stove, it's gonna taste a whole lot different than it does you cook it in the microwave. I mean, I, you, I, I've I've tried Speak to make ma- I've tried to make macaroni, you know, and I've you know kind of messed it up. But uh, <laughs> that's beside the point. But <laughs> cooking it on the stove and cooking it in the microwave, two different things. Two and so, like you said, it's it doesn't stick. It doesn't. We we want music to stick to the to your ribs when you digest it. Yeah, I think that's what you any music fan should want. That you should want the music that sticks to your ribs. But in you in this microwave era of music. All it is is just something that's just hot just for as long as it's in the microwave. And I mean, I don't care what you cook in the microwave. You can you can cook it in the microwave and leave it in the microwave. It's only going to be hot for a little while. And then it's mm. going to get stale real fast. It's going right. to be hard. It's going to lose the heat real fast. Yeah, it's the like. flavor ain't there. It just, yeah. it just, it just does not stick. And then it you move doesn't. on to something else. You move mm-hmm. on to something else. So, you know, at the time mm. of this recording. That's a good, the, a good analogy. Thank you. At the time mm-hmm. of this recording, you know, it's Drake and Kanye, but you know, two months, uh, two weeks from now, y'all will be talking, they'll be talking about something else. Yep. Yep. MC That's wingtip. a good one. You'll be cracking me up. With Wait, that. you said wingtip? <laughs> MC wingtips. He's coming out with a new album. Gonna be hot. All right. Um, okay. I think this, this might be, because I was teetering between two different ones, but this, I'll just say this. And it may be unpopular, maybe, I don't know. But this is how I feel. People think they love these artists, mm. but they don't love the artists. They're loving these producers. Ooh. Oops. Damn. That's who it is. Ooh. That, damn. Because that's... Bars. Right. You don't you know what they're like, saying you, half the time. It doesn't matter what they're saying. You have half not the told time. a lie. You have not told um, a lie. Long as it makes you boogie and it's Metro booming or London. And on the there's like a, I and know I know the producers more than I know. Yeah. I don't even know these people, but I don't know Metro booming when I hear it. Right. Don't mustard. Because <laughs> I, I hear it. London on the track or right. DJ Camp or whoever. And where are the artists? Yeah. Where y'all at? You're, You're not, right. not. You are. You did not tell a man. lie. Oh, somebody, somebody feeling gonna get hurt behind that. And I'm gonna round it out. I'm gonna round it out because I'm kind of, kind of piggyback off of that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna round it out here. Mm-hmm. I feel like because Jay just said something about they be mumbling over the tracks. Mm. I feel like, like in the like the newer hip hop artists mm-hmm. that a lot of these women Uh-oh. are better than these dudes because you don't can't understand what the hell they saying. You can hear every single thing that Meg says. Can you not? Is she articulating shit? You can hear every single word she says and it makes sense right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I never in a mil. I just sat here and told y'all I don't listen to new music. Right. I never in a million years thought that I would be a fan of a Meg The Stallion. Like I just mm. never ever thought that I would be a fan. 
I be listening to her. I'm like, she is really telling these bitches something. And you can hear <laughs> every single thing that she says. You can hear it like, what? I, I don't understand what you're, I don't understand like, are you depressed? Is that why you're mumbling? Like, why are you, why are you, I can't understand. It's still going on. It's not something that just, cause you know, the mumble rap started a few years ago, right, but it's right. still going. It's like a whiny and, and what is the change dudes. it up a little bit, but it's the same. same but, and it's the dudes. They'll, they'll up the tempo a little bit and they still saying the same shit that we, that nobody understands what they're saying until you look the lyrics up. So right. it's like, but it's these ladies, you can at the very least you can hear what they're saying, and it makes it for a better song to me. Right. Well, you know what it is. If you have a dope beat, it doesn't matter what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that's, that's to, to, to Jay's point. If if you have a dope beat, and and I I, I tell my sons all the time, all these beats sound the same to me because it's just a it's just an 808 and a hi hat. That's all you mm-hmm. hear. Is 808. Mm-hmm. I, I, he can walk past me, and I can hear it, the 808 and a hi hat. But um, yeah, it, it's it's. There's no and and here's the thing that goes back to something I said earlier about with the streaming, because you're not financially investing into this this music and this genre of music. You don't care because trust me, if you had to pay twelve dollars to hear somebody mumble, you wouldn't. But because it's free, shit, you don't care. You 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 don't mind listening to a twelve track album when only two tracks are good. And I think that's been kind of part of what are the one of the reasons why um, music has suffered the way that it has once you know everything's gone digital. But you're right. No, I, I, if if I'm going to listen to you rap, I want to hear you rap. I want to hear what I want to be able to decipher what it is you're saying. I mean, no, I don't hear all that. I just don't. So I don't. I, I'm no. I'm with you a thousand percent. So you're right. It's popular. That was popular to me. May not well, be popular to everybody else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank y'all for coming and uh dealing with my shenanigans and all of our technical difficulties that we had today. And um <laughs> <laughs> so uh before we get out of here, Jay, go ahead and tell them uh where they can where they can find you for the smoke. All right. Um hey guys, this is Jay from Jay's Quick Three, and you can find me. You can just go to my site because you can leave a voicemail if you like. If you like to get your get it off your chest, go ahead and you know say it with your chest on my voicemail. As soon as you go on my site, jaysquick3pod.com. That's J S Quick the number three P O D dot com. All my episodes are there. All my socials are there. It's really easy to find. There's a microphone on the actual page. Click on that. You can leave me a voicemail or email. Um, and then Twitter is Jay's Quick Three Pod, and Instagram is Jay's Quick Three. So pretty easy to find me if you if you want. But I mean, I'll debate you a couple times, and then I'll be bored. <laughs> I'll be done. All right. All right, Kyle. Let them know where they can uh, get the smoke from. You can definitely find me on uh, social media at Twelve Kyle, the number one two K Y L E. The podcast is everywhere you can find podcasts. It's called the Twelve Kyle Podcast. I talk about a little bit of everything, talk about a lot about music, uh, relationships, uh, marriage, dating, sex, um, growing up in an era where there was no Internet. So I talk I give funny stories about that as well. So a little bit of everything. So, uh, yeah, check me out. Uh, the podcast drops every Thursday at midnight uh, from time to time this year. We've been dropping uh, bonus episodes on Sundays at midnight. So definitely subscribe. 
if you want to, you know, engage into something that I said on this podcast, again, hit me up on Twitter at 12 Kyle. But uh, if you have a good comment, I'll respond. If not, I ain't going back. You, you might get two tweets. That's it. I ain't got no more than two tweets. After that, I'm going to ignore you or block you. Just depends. Uh- and uh it's your girl autumn the aries if you here you know exactly where to find me you know you can find me on twitter at autumn the aries i you know my my instagram is still autumn the aries but i also have the lit life podcast uh page that i never do anything with but it's there it's mine um litlifepodcast.com i you i also you can leave a, a voicemail or email or however you want to do it but i'm gonna let y'all know right now i said what i said i'm not going back and forth with you niggas so <laughs> however you feel about it it is what it is you know what i'm saying i put this show together for a reason because i just need to get some shit off my chest so that's that what that's all that is. So I appreciate y'all uh coming on the Little Life podcast again. And I can't wait for us to get together again because I, I know it's gonna happen. Yep, for sure. For sure. All right. And until y'all hear or see us again, peace. Peace, y'all. <laughs>